Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Just trying not to eat. Are you serious? Just walking around my kitchen, just thinking about all the things I want to eat, but I'm not going to eat. Why? I'm trying to get skinny. Dude, but you got to eat to get skinny, though. That's the thing. That's the... the... Hold on. I know, but I had a smoothie. I had a healthy smoothie, and I, I enjoyed that. And then it was like, I was like, all right, leave the fucking kitchen. Don't eat. Why are you Zach, eating? how much and do you I went... weigh right now? Truth. 100. It's all relative. Everyone has a goal, Donald. It's all relative. To Are you trying you... to weigh under a hundred pounds? Is that your goal? No, I'd like to just <laughs> lose. I'd like to lose a little of my melted candle around my uh, love handles. Got it. Feeling. Yeah. Good you luck. Know, I used to have a trainer named Jurgen. Bill Lawrence still uses him. And, yes. Uh, and he used to. He had all these catchphrases, and he'd go. Uh, he, I go. I'm so hungry, and he'd grab my love handle, and he'd go, "Tell your body to eat this shit." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did, did, did you lose weight working out with Jurgen? Yeah, I got I got in great shape with Jurgen. But his point was like, "Tell your body to eat that fat instead of whatever nonsense you're going to eat." I don't know. It's hard. Everyone. What's I know the best shape you've ever been in in your life? What's the best shape you've ever been in? Um, couple times. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's so much work. That's, I mean, the obviously the older you get, I'm 45 years old. It's a lot more work and I never was that into fitness and I'm not trying to be like ripped. That's just, right. too, that's like a job. These right. people we all see on Instagram that were like, fuck, look at that body. Like that's like their job. 
That's I, all I they do. I don't want that to be my job. I just would like to be not like post-holiday bod. I totally understand what you mean. I've been ripped twice in my life, like ripped, where there was like zero body, not zero, but like very little body fat on me. And that was for Remember the Titans. I got ripped for that. That was my first time ever really working out, too. Like, I learned how to work out doing that movie. And then when I uh, did Kick-Ass 2, I got super ripped for that, <laughs> thinking it's, I'm going to get the chance to show my muscles and stuff. Right. And I didn't. I had a suit on the whole time. Oh, man. But you want to talk about being in shape. That's the best I've ever been in shape in my life. I know. But it's such a full-time job. I just want to, I don't know. I just want to be thin. And But I, it's hard, man. And and, well, and, and, yeah. and what they tell you about the older you get, the harder it is. Like, you know, man, it's like you could train hard for a month at 45. And it's like there's like incremental changes. Well, it, dep- it really does. You were right. It does depend on what you eat. And when you're younger... It doesn't, you know, you can have a few cheat meals here and there. But now at, at 40, I'm 46 years old. Now, if I want to lose, if I want to get ripped, I literally have to eat chicken, broccoli, yeah. and drink a shit ton of water yeah. all day. And lots of other things. Every day. Like finish, yeah. finish, don't eat late. Like don't right. have any sugar. Don't uh, have any uh, booze. Booze is, booze. If you're a drinker and you want to lose weight, I'm telling you the quickest thing, the quickest difference is just cut out booze. Right. Because it just falls off your body. That is that is one thing that makes a big difference. And mm-hmm. supplements also. You know, putting the right vitamins in your body because you're no longer getting the right supplements because you've taken, taken away so much nutrition by dieting. I drink this shake that's like everything you're supposed to have in a given day in one shake. It's like everything from mm-hmm. like probiotics to proteins to all the vitamins, it's like everything. It's like a fucking your dream, your body's dream meal in a chocolate <laughs> shake. I hear that. I, you know, I I drink the kombucha whenever I get. I do drink GT's kombucha whenever I get like, whenever I get like a a craving and I want something sweet, or I want something that's gonna, you know, I I, I drink that. Or if I want to drink a, you know, some uh, booze or something like that, I I will drink GT's kombucha. Um, that does help. We're going to have him on, right, Joel? Yep. We're going to have Friday. the founder of GTs on. Because whenever we talk about GTs, it's kind of hard because we don't fully understand. I mean, we understand what a probiotic is and we love the taste of it. But this guy's a really interesting guy, self-made businessman. And uh, he he's going to tell us all more about it because I'd actually like to learn more about why it, A, tastes so good and B, is supposedly so good for your body's health. Yeah, I, I, I want to learn that. I want to learn how he decided to turn something that a lot of Americans were doing into a, you know, multi-million dollar industry as yeah. well, too. He That's must be loaded. We got to ask him how rich he is. Also, um, I dare you. I dare you. I dare he's, you. He's a really fun character. I'm sure he'll answer. Um, <laughs> I want to ask him what his thoughts are about people mixing booze in with it. Because I do know some people who mix it with tequila or mix it with vodka. And he's Mr. Health Nut. So I wonder what his thoughts are on, like, what do you, what do you think when people say they, they occasionally mix it in? I'm sure he's up for it. Should we tell people what happened? No. Why? Well, I want to. Go ahead. Well, this is the premiere of season four. Yes. Everybody, welcome to season four. Hello! 
Hi, everybody. Donald and I um, got in an argument on Friday, <laughs> and uh, we're unable to record this episode. No, you were unable to record. Yes. I was good to go. Yes. Donald was fine to drop it and move on, and I was pissed and certainly did not feel like pivoting and doing a comedy podcast. You know, I do have you know, to say- You know, when we hung up, Joel was like, do we still have a show? Is this- <laughs> That's not what I said. I was like, Joel, if you think this is how it ends- yeah. You're crazy. We don't go out like that, I said, that, this Joel. sounds no, like a no fight way. me and my brother I can't hear would you, have. You're, you're muted. Joelle has horrible internet at her place. Yeah, I don't know what this new house is doing so far, Joelle, but I don't so like far, the internet. So far, this new house I don't like is the not her our... fault. It's not her fault. It's Spectrum, as usual. It's Spectrum is a freaking nightmare. Oh, Daniel, stop jumping to the defense. She doesn't but need your help. it's true. That's my girl. I always want to defend her. She's a grown-ass woman. She can handle it. She's, by the way, I love that Joelle's, she's still going on in a monologue, even though she's muted. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> there you there are. There we go. go. <laughs> we got there. We got wow, there. Wow, your kitchen is nice, Joelle. It is nice. Thank you. It's so big. We can actually all cook the three of us in there at the same time. And are no you going to get a little, sorry to already weigh in on home decor, but get a little no, wheelie um, middle island thing, like a chopping board That's on That's what top. we're getting. Yes. We found the perfect one. It's got wine storage yes, in Joelle. it. It's so cute. And like, oh, I, I love those things. Cottage are you core. Did you guys buy or are you renting? We are renting. Smart, <laughs> smart, smart, smart. We, we are not in a space to purchase yet. Yes, Joel. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, well, let's talk about that because, you know, homes are just, you know, we talk about how the economy is failing and everything like that, but homes seem to be going up and up and up and up and up. That hasn't gone it, down yet. But the rent has tanked. And that's really? why we moved into this giant space. Yes. We're looking to move and we can't, we can't find anything that we like. But you need like price. an eleven bedroom house. Yeah, we do need a lot. Of, I do have a lot of kids. Um, wait a second. So Donald and I got in an argument, and I was it was fine. It wasn't that big a deal, but I was pissed off. <laughs> and whereas Donald was like, "All right, well, let's go just do a show," and I was like, "I'm not in the mood to like try and be funny right now." And I do have to say, I once took a self help course, and one thing I remembered was they said. One of the most powerful skills you can develop as a human being is the ability to drop it and get over it and move on. Well, we took the same course. That's why. Dude. I we know, but I was unable course. But I was unable to drop it. Right. I tried to use my skills, but they didn't work. And, I, and, when I, and later, after I had cooled down and was whatever, it was fucking um, mm. whatever it was, I, I, I was calling myself out by like, you know, you didn't really nail that thing you got from the class about being able to drop it drop an argument and, and move on. So that's the most I mean, it it's it's nothing. Obviously it's nothing. But that was one of the most important things I got from that, where it was like, look, your temper can get to the level of wow. But if you're able to say that was just the that was that moment, I yeah. can drop it. Let's go forward now. Are you able to do that with your wife? No, I have a hard time with my yeah, wife. Yeah. I imagine I it's time. very hard in relationships because but I mean, that's where the mastery of it really comes in. Um, mm. I, you know, if you can have a, a heated argument like all couples do, and then kind of get to some place of a completion, and then go, okay, clean slate, new chapter. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome to be able to do that. 
I, I can I can do it sometimes, but certainly yeah. not all the time. I can do it sometimes. That was the first time in a long time that I was like, I can do it right now. I <laughs> you wanted me to try and be funny, and I wanted to fucking strangle you. Anyway, by the way, I, I have the whole, I was laughing to myself going, we should do a rewatch podcast of our fight because I have the whole thing recorded. So do I. I have it recorded too. <laughs> I haven't listened mean? to it. I haven't listened to it. Oh, yet. I not. What do you think? I sat and listened to it back. I just, I, I just, I just, I was laughing, going, "We should do a rewatch podcast of our <laughs> argument." And Daniel could like stop and start it, and we could be like, "See, that was a good point." It's just like an NFL recap. <laughs> like an NFL recap. Right? You guys will be all, out all, all I remember was Daniel's face was like his eyes were so big the whole time. He was like, "What the fuck is?" <laughs> My parents um, are fighting. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, fans, let us know if you want us to do a rewatch podcast of our argument. No, 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 no. They don't need to hear that shit. It's about 10 minutes long, and we have it all on tape. And it's... No. <laughs> they don't um, need that shit. You guys, no, because yeah. you're the best fans and listeners in the world, um, it's season four, and we have Heather Graham, the Heather Graham here. Today. Heather Graham is in the house. Before we get going, we should probably five, six, Here's seven, eight. stories about a show we made, about a bunch of docs and nurses and a What are you going to bring to season four that's that's unique and fresh and different, Donald? Because I, don't I know. listen, is... we're running out of seasons. Every, we're having too much fun. Although I'm going back to work, that's going to be all be tricky. But listen, I go back to work too, man. This is going to be very difficult. I know we're going to have to get clever. We'll talk about that. I got it. I got it. I, I got to tell you, man. I'm a little nervous about. Are you traveling for your movie? No, it's on. It's it's here. Thank goodness, man. I got to tell you, I'm worried about traveling for projects and stuff like that. Where is your next project located? Well, my pro- the project I'm doing now is still in Los Angeles, but there's a possibility that something could happen in the ATL, and I'm nervous about that because the ATL has different uh, <laughs> rules than Los Angeles has. What are you like, giggling about over there, Joelle? You got this, I have like... a lot of cousins in the ATL. I have a group chat that's mostly based in that area. And so uh, I would like, say they still apprehension it. is uh, warranted. <laughs> what, about LA, what about LA opening back up even though it's fucking a, in crisis? But the numbers are going down. So I can see where, he's, where they're coming from. This guy it, did a funny video I, I retweeted. You can find it on my Twitter where he was – it was really funny. He just riffed it. It was like – so basically L.A. is like, go out, but don't. But if you want to go out, you can. But the restaurants are going to be open, but don't go because it's not safe. But if you do, go to restaurants. Yeah. But if you don't, sit outside. But if you do, you're home. But do, you know, I, I'm, I'm yeah. fucking riffing a horrible version of it, <laughs> but it was really funny. still at 0% capacity if they, in, in our hospitals. No. Is L.A. still at 0%? Per- no sense. Yes. I thought we were at 12% now. We're still at zero percent. The big, wow. big snowball it makes no sense to open up. But I guess people, why, Daniel? Why are they opening up? I mean, obviously businesses need it, but I mean, why? Profits over people, baby. That's no, the but the state of California mm-hmm. as a whole is uh, the numbers have gotten better as a whole of the state in the state of I California. Know, but why is why, why is Los Angeles opening up? I have no idea why. I've Los gotten Angeles all these goes. emails from restaurants that I'm that I go to, like, "Yay, we're back open as of da da da." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I'm just. It just is really scary right about now. Like, there's new strands coming out. Apparently, the vaccine is holding steady, 
and will combat against these new strands, but some of them are more contagious and deadlier, you know, and the world's still moving. I, I, I get it. I need to, you know, sack up and get out and make things happen. I got to pay my bills just like everybody else does. Yeah. But this shit is scary, Zach. This ain't no, this isn't, I'm scared I'm going to go outside and I'm going to see the bully. This is, I'm scared I'm going to go outside and there's a possibility. Not only do I got to worry about violence, not only do I got to worry about, you know, uh, that unknown element out, that evil element out there that's, that's, that's gunning to kill me. Now I got to worry about a virus. Like people were talking about how it's like the flu. I don't know nobody that, I don't know anyone that died from the flu. I don't know one person that died from the flu. Not one. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are people out there that do, but I don't know one person. I know a few people that have died from COVID-19. Mm-hmm. It's scary, man. It's legit. You're, you're right to be scared. Um, all you can do is be as safe as you can. I don't, we, I barely leave the, my house these days because I just, I think it's, it's not safe. It's not worth it. What am I going to do? The car wash? It's just not worth it. I think the one thing that can be said about this entire thing is that this is a failure of policy on our government across the board. Yeah. I don't care where you are. You look yeah. at every other country in the world and the and the empathy that the people had for each other and the empathy that the government had for its people mm. allowed them to progress and move forward. And in this country, it is that lack of empathy for the people themselves and this this need for profit, this need to keep everything going that has gotten us to where we are now. We do need to keep everything going. We need to start our life over again. But we just did not take the steps to earn that. And so and I just feel like California, which is supposed to be like the example of, 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 well, I don't know if it's supposed to be the example, but it is like the most liberal state, right? I mean, maybe except for Washington or I don't know. Sure. Are, are we One the most of, populated? We're the most populous, right, Dan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, California um, is the ninth biggest economy in the world. Yeah. And I just think it's embarrassing how poorly it's been handled here where we like to think that things run better. But didn't we have it on track? Weren't we on track for a good portion of the... Mo- like, I-, I remember at one point in time, we were the model. We were the... We were the... You April. know, the... Yeah, April. in April, we were... Right. The curves started going like this, and we saw the curve starting to go down, and people were like, great, open to clubs. And then it right. went straight back up. Right. Yeah. People, people had to go see... Uh, um, what's his name? Bow Wow. He had to go see Lil Bow Wow. Listen, let's switch to a positive topic like yeah. Heather fucking Graham, who's here. Holy let's bring hotness. her in. Holy oh my funny goodness. hotness. Holy funny, talented She's so funny. hotness. And I got to say, Holy what bullshit cow. that JD would ever get Heather Graham. But let's bring her in. <laughs> let's bring her in. I wonder if she looks like Heather Graham. Oh, look at her apart. <laughs> there she is. Heather Graham. Recording myself, right? What's happening? Hi, Hi. 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 What's beautiful. Happening? Oh you my guys, god, I... so good to see you, Heather. Oh, I just, I just ready? said the sentence that had to start things off. That there's no okay. fucking way JD could have ever gotten uh, Molly Clock. Oh come on! Look, the, we know the real love stories between you guys, okay? Like I, I watched that course. episode. The of love course. is between you two. <laughs> of course, but Heather, I just want to say that you know Donald and I've been doing this. We haven't watched the show in twenty, almost twenty years, and every we're having all these fun times re- rewatching it and laughing at things. Yeah. And I just got to say right off the bat, you are so fucking funny on this show. Oh. 
Let's work. I want to do. I, now that watching, I'm like, oh my god, I want to work on it again. I know. Like a <laughs> I it's, it looks so fun. I don't know if I've truly appreciated how great it was in the moment. Like Bill Lawrence is pretty genius. He is, and I think he gave you a really hard character to play. And I but didn't I realize have that. To say, he is so smart because that is actually a lot like what my personality really is. I remember how he described it to me. He's like, she's um because I'm super into psychology, right? So she's yeah. really perceptive and smart, but she comes off kind of spacey. Yeah. And, you know, she's really sweet, but she has, like, some bad romantic instincts. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that is kind of, looking back, I'm like, that's a pretty perceptive read of me. Like, <laughs> he's really smart. <laughs> Bill, read you like a, Bill read you like a tarot card. But I was, <laughs> I was watching it going, you're playing so many things at once. You're playing... She's a doctor. She's obviously charming, but she's kind of kooky. She talks to herself. She holds people's faces. She sits alone. She's looking for friendship. She, I mean, she's she's like, you're playing like 10 different things. You're juggling all these balls. And I really, I'm not just blowing smoke. I thought you were very, Aww. very funny in this. Thank you. Very I, funny, very charming, oh, very, oh. very charming too. Well, look, I think it's a mixture of the fact that I'm great and also that uh, <laughs> Bill is, is a good writer. Like he wrote a smart character. Like you can't play a complicated character like that unless someone writes it for you. So he, he gave me a great shot in writing yeah. that character. Now, how did yeah. it come about, Heather? Because obviously we knew you. I remember us being told you were going to do the show and we were like, oh my God, Heather Graham's <laughs> going to do our show. And I was like, oh my God, Heather Graham might be one of my love interests. And um, so how did it, did Bill just reach out to your agents? How did it come about? Yeah, I think he reached out to my agents. And of course, you guys are all fabulous. So I was so flattered and I, I was really um, excited to be on the show. I mean, watching it, it's really holds up. Like, it's really a good show. Like, I really want to be on it more. I'm like, oh, I, I, wanna, I want Molly Molly to have some more more plot lines. It's I was fun. so happy when you texted me. Uh, I was texting Heather and she goes, I want to do more episodes of this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Don't Wouldn't you think be great we if we could it? just all go back and do this show all over? Over again, just for a season. Get I the, know. Get everybody who ever was on the show for more than like eight episodes and get them back, and then let's just recreate one last season of Scrubs with the. It would be fun, but the thing is, is that I mean, we always get asked this to do this, but you'd need Bill to do it, obviously. Would and Bill do it? I think he'd do it. He just has a time management problem because he has, yeah, he's, yeah. he has, you know, Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah, Ted My Lasso. friend's working on his show right now, my friend Jamie Lee. I think she on, sent you her script. On yeah. which one? On Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. I did read her script. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. She's one of the writers on Ted Lasso, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bill has um, so much going on, and uh, but I, I, I think you'd obviously need him to, to be involved. You need him to focus, and I just don't know that right now that, that's that's possible because he's got so many things on his plate. And then yeah, after that, I mean, time, yeah. has to, time has to be right because everybody, everybody <laughs> is just, you know – but it's right. such a it good so show. Fun. It really holds up. Like, you know how some things you think they're great and then you watch them later and you're like, that's not that good, you know? But Scrubs is really good. Like, later, like, years later, it's it's really smart. It's really good. I, um, Heather, I you get guys made are fun great. Of, I get made fun of on this podcast because I, I always talk too much, apparently, <laughs> about my favorite episode, which is the one I, the first one I directed, which the whole point of the episode <laughs> is that Donald and I go on a quest to oh bring God. you the permission it's slip. so sweet. For permission slip from Elliot that we're allowed to have sex. And um, I just think um, that episode was so 
special. No, that was um, so fun. I mean, obviously, you're such a, a fabulous director. I mean, it was whoa, so fun to work on. with you. I mean, <laughs> come on. You're, you're like Mr. Heather, we need to rush through this segment. Oh, uh, but you're being so modest. Not like you're dating some, like, hot starlet right now. Like, oh, I am, you know. I am. But I'm very flattered that you'd want you'd want to date me in Scrubs. <laughs> I, um, I, I, listen, the joke of it is, is continues that, that TV guys get way hotter <laughs> girls than they deserve. And, uh, JD getting Molly clock is, uh, but you know, what's funny is that like, you know, when you look at yourself, you don't really think like, oh, I'm attractive, but like looking at the show, I'm like, wow, I was much prettier than I thought. I, I mean, it's like, do you, when wait, you look at yourself, Heather, I'm sorry, second, I want to sound, Heather, Heather, I Heather, felt Heather, like Heather, you Heather, always Heather, feel Heather, like Heather, 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 Donald, you go, Heather, you go. We have questions. I just want to, I just want to, I, I, because I, I don't know how this is possible. Mm-hmm. You're saying that when you look in the mirror, you sometimes say, I'm not attractive? Well, no, I think it's like, oh, yes. Okay, I just yes. want to make sure. I just She's like, say, no. There's no yes. way She's in like, hell. The answer to that no question is yes. Anyone on this planet could look at Heather Graham and say to them, no, that's nice. she's not that attractive. I love how, no, Heather's, like, I love how Heather's like, well, no, no. I mean, come on. But uh, I feel like a troll right now. I'm just like in the pandemic, sitting in my apartment. Like, I can't go out. You are the but hottest no. troll any person has ever seen. All right, seen. calm down. Now. No, no, no. But show. look, isn't everyone insecure? Like, to... I think I looked at the episode. I was like, wow. Like, I think I was insecure. I, You know, you don't think, I don't know. Did I mean, did you guys think, wow, I'm just like, so gorgeous and like all the ladies no, are going to fall for I, me. I never think that though, but you know, my track record, however, is, you know, I got Casey Cobb and that's it. And I'm happy. You know what Donald I mean? Donald and I don't really look at ourselves and think we ever really. I mean, you guys are like heartthrobs, right? I'm sure no, lots of girls like never right. considered a We were never are though. I occasionally <laughs> will see a picture of me that I think is good. And I'm like, oh. A picture of me I like. I look, I look, my nose is at a decent angle there. I like it. You were doing some chest nudity in these episodes, in one of the I episodes. I did. Yeah, I was I in decent shape. Well, this was clearly coming back from a hiatus season um, three. You four. looked pretty fit. Yeah. I must have been in somewhat of shape. Yeah, because season three, when you came back, you weren't as in I shape. I know. I was doughy. I was, I was something was up. <laughs> But I really like my hair in this too. I thought my yes. hair looked good. I thought Sarah's Aww. new hair looked good. We're done with the no, rocker. No, she's bob. great. Yeah. I love Sarah. Is Sarah on the podcast? I got to go back and listen. Oh yeah, to we had now. her on a bunch. We're gonna have her on. Oh, my I God. think maybe next episode. But let's go through. So uh, Heather, the way okay. this works is Donald will first do a summary of the episode, and uh, he does it in roughly thirty to forty seconds. Right, Donald? Something like that. In that in that range. And then we'll discuss the episode after. So I get my timer out, Heather, because I like to time Donald to Ooh. see how fast he can do it. Wait, wait, Zach, where are you? I'm in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, okay, cool. Looking out your window, I don't know why. It looks like it was like snowing or something. No, no, no. It's sunny, okay. although okay. abnormally cold. All right, Donald, are you ready? I believe I am. Please impress Heather because, you know, she's a <laughs> VIP guest. All right, on your marks, get set, go. Season four starts off with a bang. We got Heather Graham, y'all. Yeah, the do. gang's all grown up. There'll be doctors in one week. JD's excited. Elliot feels left out. Carla and Turk are really feeling the pressure of their new nuptials. And Cox has seen it all before. Responsibility? I'm not a fan of the word, but I understand its importance. Mm. When we're young, we can't wait to have it. But once we get it, we are often overwhelmed. I am very irresponsible. But thank goodness for Casey Cobb. Yeah. Amen. Wow, well that was a good wrap up. I and think you wrapped it amazing. up. You stuck the yeah. landing with a testament to your wife. 
Uh, you know, you always got to, when, when, when talking about your flaws, yeah. you talk about what makes it so your flaws are acceptable to the world. And I am lucky because I have Casey Cobb who yeah. takes my flaws and says, it's his flaws. Love him for it. Oh, that's so great. Aww. You're so lucky to have a woman like that. I do. I got a, I got I got the best hype man. Like you know, Jay Z has Meth Bleak. Yeah. I got freaking Casey Cobb. She's your Farnsworth Bentley. No, 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 no. That's that's like your that's like your assistant. Oh. Was have, it like, fun riding on those scooters? It looked fun. That wasn't us. By the it way, what, how did they do that? How because, did they do it? Because that looked like us. By the way, I gotta say, wow. Heather, it's funny you bring that up because I am a tech. Film geek. I like to zoom in and figure out how shit was done. And I, I miss the only thing I can assume on that scooter gag is that the stuntmen are slightly out of focus and they look enough like us that you can't tell. But, but we're, dudes are making my face. They're making our faces and everything. But dude. it's not green screen, and it's certainly not us doing scooter tricks. So I don't uh, know what the fuck would they did. This is an Ask Bill question, season four. Ask. I Bill. don't know if Bill will know. It might be an Ask Randall question. Can we get Randall? Let's ask. Oh Randall. yeah, we have the power. Okay, this is our first edition of Ask Randall. You got to put some fancy music here. Yes, Dan. and it maybe it, it needs fancy. to be like Village People. Wait, your sure. dog is so cute. Is what kind of is that your new dog, Zach? Yes, dog that is, is my cute. dog, who's one year old. Her name is Billy, and she's oh. a, a, a rescue, and she's my favorite uh, creature. So um, cute. But wait, I wanted to say so, Randall. So Heather, we're going to ask Randall a question. Okay. He, he won't answer it live here, obviously, but we'll, okay. we'll put in the answer. Randall, okay. how did we do that scooter gag? Because it's so. Uh, it looks so good. I know that Donald and I obviously weren't doing tricks like that. And it's not green screen, um, but it kind of looks like us. My only thought is that the stuntmen are enough out of focus that you can't tell that they're stuntmen. I don't know, but it, it's it's dupe. It, it's 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 what's the word? It's not duped me. What is the expression? It's you, I was duped. I've been duped. I've been tricked. I've been fooled. How did you do it, Randall? How did we do it as a team? The scooter thing from uh, episode one, season four. <laughs> It's really funny. It's great. Uh, what, I, what I guess what you need to know is it was season four. So that deep into a show, um, we had regular stunt people who always doubled for Zach and Donald. And as much fun as we were having, and when you have people around like that, they get to know the actors, and they're, they're fans of the show, so they know the mannerisms and the faces. And then we put um, Judy Scooter on a rig, so she held steady while they did their uh, while they did their thing. Uh, and obviously, as a fan, you know that uh, scooter gags became a big part of the show. Uh, so that's it. But definitely fun and memorable. If right. I did do it, I don't remember. How about that? We didn't do it, dude. They're doing they're doing like serious tricks, and they're, they're not. As long... They're like spinning around on the bike. No, dude. but the one where he's riding the scooter and his feet are on the ground and he's sliding. Right. I don't know how they did it. Thank you, Randall. Thank you, Randall. <laughs> All right. We need to take a break, Joel. Yep. All right. We'll be right back after these fine words with the Heather Graham, you guys. The Heather Graham. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. 
How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, was we'll it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Heather. Um, yeah. So you get your big entrance. Anytime there's a, 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 a leading lady entrance onto Scrubs, they always have their... Beautiful, blowing entrance. Uh, we always, I feel like you, more than any character in the nine years of Scrubs, had the most slow-motion fan blows really? on you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so flattered. I mean, it is cool, like, as a woman to get, like, some fans on you and, like, a slow-motion entrance. I, I yeah. did feel like – I'm grateful. And, then and well, I yeah, did not We don't discriminate. It's not just a fan entrance for the women. <laughs> Scott Foley got a lovely yeah, Scott fan Foley entrance. Got wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And, and in yours, we reveal that the janitor is holding a fan on you. That's true. Right? Because no? he's drying wet. Because somebody urinated on the floor? Yeah. I don't know if there was, was, a, uh, was there a urine problem? <laughs> it was like a urine yeah. stain? He was Wait, do you know what I noticed? I don't know. <laughs> did you guys notice this from watching? I recognized that I got to keep a lot of my clothes. And yeah. um, I was recognizing my clothes. I'm like, oh, that's where I got those shirts and <laughs> <Yeah>. skirts. <laughs> yeah. welcome, to, welcome to Scrubs. We all, we all took what we needed. Yeah. Um, I, the uh, sequence of us missing each other and being reunited is so funny when Donald's back from his honeymoon. I, I think laughed. it's like you really feel the love you guys have for each other, which yeah. I think is in real in life and on the show. You can feel yeah. that love. Well, exactly. it, what, what really caught me off guard, though, was when they were right next to each other. 
What was their plan? Why, was, why did they have sudden, so much trouble meeting up? And right, and we'll call that from here on out. We'll call this Roof A. Yeah. <laughs> And then how did this happen? It's just over and over again. Turk, JD, Turk, JD. And then they run past each other in the hallway. Yeah, it's like so so broad. And it's like Romeo and Juliet. Then I mount you. That is the first mount backwards eagle in yeah. Scrubs history. <laughs> the reverse eagle. What the, the reverse hell? eagle? I remember us coming up with that on the day and being like, "This is so stupid," but we were fucking laughing so hard. We were so giddy about it. Like well, literally. Well, like the, were, the, the funny thing is, we had been separated for the hiatus, that, so that we really hiatus. were like, we really were feeling like yeah. that, like Turk, JD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really. I, I, this, about I, that. I didn't understand why did Turk and Carly decide to immediately leave from the plane, go to the hospital, like from the from their from the airport. Well, maybe they from timed the, it out so they had a shift they had to get back to just in time. They maximized that their honeymoon. That is just the dumbest maneuver by them. <laughs> it also <laughs> might be a TV show where it's better for them to arrive. I think at the that's. I, I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go. How with about the, the Sugar Hill Gang alarm clock? That's. Oh, funny. that was cool. That was very cool. I am a fan of the Sugar Hill Gang. That was one of the that that is the second rap that I ever learned. The first one was because these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Or you could uh, do break it up, break it up, break it up, break down. Doom, what's that? Doom, doom. <laughs> Curtis Blow, baby. Do the sugar, does the Sugar Hill Gang have other songs um, that are popular besides this one? Uh, hip yeah. hop, hippity hop to the hip yeah, hop I mean, hop. You don't that's stop. Just, I mean, it's the hip hop anthem, though. Like, that's one of the. That's like. Do you guys get to meet them? You guys get to hang out with them? They did the scene where. I'm where they're in the Mini Cooper and they're rapping. Yeah. Oh, wow. We actually yeah, got to right. shoot that with that. them and I got to dance oh, with them you like this with your, with your so arms cool. like with the spinning. What was it like, Donald? Because, you know, you, you had liked them. I remember, I mean, I, I knew the song, but I wasn't a, a huge fan of them, but I, I, it must have been fun for you to meet them. It was a lot of fun for me to meet them. That's royalty. You know what I mean? That was, yeah. the, they're like the, uh, some of the, they're like the originators of hip hop. You know, uh, if you just listen to the sound and the way and the way it comes up. And there was, you know, wow. it was one of the longest songs ever, too, back in the day. So you could rock out to it. And it, and the beat was five. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. That shit is five. There was, boom, boom, I, boom, I noticed boom, in the alarm boom, clock boom. moment, they're both, uh, everyone gets a chance to rap except one guy. And so he was just kind of there, like bobbing his head. Skibbly like, bebop, tree bop. Skibbly like, do. Guess like, what? America, we give, love you. Give that, that other guy a chance to rap, guys. <laughs> um, I laughed out loud um, when I hit snooze and the Sugar Hill Gang falls asleep. Falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was clever. Now, Carla's chair is another funny thing. So Carla has moved into the apartment and she's brought with her these those chairs that you kind of just kneel on. And uh, and I, I laughed out loud when I, fa I fall over and I'm like, it's like a bear trap. Did you, were you really connected to the chair? Or yeah. was? I really went over in that thing. Really? Well, onto a I thin mat. I imagine that's a lot of pain, dude. Uh, I went onto a thin mat and I, it was fine. Okay. It was definitely didn't hurt as much as other things I, I've done for, for America to laugh at. Do you <laughs> remember Rice Dream? Rice Dream was Rice Yes. Dream? Yes, yeah. I remember that. Heather, you're like, a health nut. You probably drank a lot of Rice Dream. It well, was ice I mean, cream, but Rice yeah. Dream. Oh, it was yeah. ice cream. Mm -hmm. Did you eat yeah. Rice Dream? 
Well, you were well, okay. Food? Look, do you remember the the, the no fat eating craze where like we all just ate all the sugar, but it was we tried not to eat fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you're supposed to have some fat, right? No, but rice fat. stream, yeah, fat's good and sugar's bad. Now we know, but um, basically, rice stream is if you don't want to have dairy ice cream, you can have ice cream made out of rice. I see, but it's way more sugar, and it's, it's got just tons of sugar. Everybody's so crazy about this Beyond Meat and all of this, you know, Beyond stuff. It's processed so much. You and 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 that's just as bad as eating red meat. You know what well, I mean? Well, no. If you have a uh, if you have a a feeling that you don't want to eat animals that have that level of consciousness, um, that's right? Different. Okay. Well, that that's a different thing. If you're like, I don't want to eat animals because they're alive and I want everything to live. I, I I totally understand that. I have a question about plants then also. But um, that being said. I know, but I mean, for example, did you watch that octopus teacher? Is that what it's called, guys? Oh, that I don't want to eat an octopus I anymore. It. I don't want to eat an octopus anymore. I I'll don't. Never, yeah. I'll never, I'll eat, never eat a again. dolphin either. I'll never eat no. dolphin. But did so you watch octopus a... teacher? Oh, I no, did, and I, I loved it. All I know is that I saw that octopus freaking opened up a freaking jar from the inside. Will I was like, please, I'm I know you don't that. watch things, but will you please watch this? <laughs> Pretend there's a Star Wars subplot. You have to watch this. Do they blow up the Death Star in it? I'll 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 sit next to you and be like, imagine that this moment that that's Anakin, <laughs> <laughs> that fish is Anakin. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> no, it's so good. That's the title, right, you guys, Joelle? My yeah. octopus teacher. Yeah, my octopus teacher. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. It really, well, for, at the very least, it made me go, well, I'll never eat octopus again. They're super smart. Yeah, I was crying. I thought it was inspiring. Oh, my God. It broke my heart. I was crying, too. Yeah, yeah. I got my eyes out. It was beautiful. They snuggle at the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I want an he octopus was... snuggle. I know. He was in love. Did you guys get that uh, thing I sent you in a text message with the two dogs that keep posing for the camera? No. Oh, yeah, the, the oh, white and the oh black dog. God, the yeah. white and the black dog. Yeah. So, kind of reminded me of us. Oh. Mm. Um, great rant from Johnny. Yes, Johnny has a very long, epic, funny monologue that we couldn't possibly do justice to. But it's listing. It's like a season four opener. It's like listing all of the things he hates, including Hugh Jackman. Hugh now Jackman. Is this the first time he mentions hating Hugh this Jackman? This is where the hate began for Hugh Jackman. Now, people have always asked us, why does Dr. Cox hate Hugh Jackman? And I think Bill's answer is usually that... That he was jealous that that Hugh Jackman was good at so many things. It has to be that because I don't know how you can hate Hugh Jackman. Yeah, nobody hates Hugh Jackman. He's Wolverine. He's not, not only is he Wolverine, but he can like, sing and dance. I was about to say, not only that, he's a phenomenal actor. He's too. about to star once COVID is over in The Music Man with Sutton Foster on Broadway. I mean, Sutton well, got to come up. Go on, girl. Listen, she went you, from younger to freaking to freaking is Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster no, Sutton. is first and foremost a Broadway dancer, musical theater star. But she's in Younger too, right? Yeah, she got yes. younger after her success on Broadway as okay, a early modern Millie. Yeah, and the Drowsy Chaperone. Oh my god! Yes, oh, Joelle, love Drowsy Chaperone. She's like the Scarlett Johansson of Broadway musicals. Oh, yes. well, yeah. shit! Her dancing is so insane that whereas some people. Um, on Broadway, you go, wow, she has a sick voice and she's an okay dancer. Or, oh, my God, she's a dancer, but she can kind of sing. Sutton is like level 10 on both. Well, I ain't seen her do the freaking I think my butt getting big challenge yet, so I don't know about all of that. <laughs> What's the I think my butt getting big challenge? 
It's the bus it challenge. Oh it is my gosh. a Oh, you drop you it? Know, yes, exactly. I don't, think, I don't think Sutton's that kind of dancer, Donna. Oh, did she did she ain't my type of dance? she don't dance my type So do you go look at are you on TikTok now, Donald, looking at uh, these things? I am not on TikTok, but that I think my butt getting big, my butt getting big, my butt <laughs> and then it's it's like women standing there like this. Right? Like they're normal like this, right? Uh-huh. And he goes, I think my butt getting big, my butt getting big, my butt getting big. And they turn to the side right. and drop. Right. Right. And then they're, now they're down like this with their ass and they bob it, bob it, bob it. Uh, and they, bob they, it. they twerk? Wow. They twerk that ass in the camera. If you get the chance, look How for it. How are you seeing these if you're not on TikTok? Because they show up on Instagram, man. Okay. Look, my, I'm going to do Insta- research for the show solely. I will Just do for research. the show. So Don't what, do it for any other purpose. Up? How yeah. do we look yeah. it up, Donald? Just I think my butt getting bigger. What, what's it called? What's it called, Joel? It's called the Busset Challenge. Is the Busset Challenge? How do you spell Busset Challenge, Joel? I think B U S S I T, right? Busset. Can you please find out because I want to. This is important. Yeah, This is very important because I've seen some of the. I've seen some of the. I've seen some people that I didn't think they butt could get big like that. I was surprised that they butt got big. All right. Well, I, I'm going to research for the show. Solely just for, for the, the show. show. <laughs> Do it for the show because that's why I did Every time it. I go on TikTok, I have gone on TikTok just because I'm curious what everybody's up to. And um, you can get lost in some crazy shit. Like what? Well, like I mean, just... I'm, not even, I'm not even talking about the, there's a lot of sexual stuff, obviously, people dancing provocatively. But I, I, I just mean like no matter what you think of, you can go down a wormhole. I mean, like anything on the Internet, you can go down the craziest wormhole of conspiracy theorists and crazy people. Wow. Joelle, are you on TikTok? No, TikTok scares me. Uh, I'm overwhelmed by all of the content and all the options you have. And I was like, how do you even press record on here? It's for (laughs) young people. And I'm officially. Well, there's a lot of young people that aren't on it. I mean, uh, it started, I think, as like kids doing the choreographed dance. But now there's a lot of other aspects to it. Oh, wait, he's holding up his phone. Are you going to show us a bus it? It's blown out. (laughs) Can you fix it? We can't see it. Can you fix it so it's not blown out? All right. You'll see one. Oh, they change clothes as well when they bust it? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Essential. I I never thought I'd be watching twerk videos with Heather Mm. Graham, but here we are. (laughs) It's supposed to be like you're in casual clothes, and then once you drop it down, you are in your fanciest attire. So here's somebody who I would have never guessed. Okay. Attractive woman in her sweatpants just hanging around. And I feel like she's about to bust it. And she does. <laughs> oh, she didn't get That's the interesting. She oh, they just the framing wrong. Oh yeah, she messed God. up her. She framing. got the framing wrong. Yeah, we missed. We missed the the the, the butt. On the, the butt get big. We missed the butt get big. All right, let's focus on Scrubs. <laughs> as much as I want to do a bus it rewatch uh, show, we should. Probably we should do totally a... do a bus it rewatch show. That's what we'll do after we're done with Scrubs. We'll just review bus it videos. We'll just review oh, bus it videos. So send your bus it videos to no, me. No, my God, Zach. no! Please no. don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I don't need that shit. My wife would be like, yo, what the fuck is You'd be like, this? sorry, honey, it's my job. I now review Busset videos. I bus it. <laughs> you guys have not changed very much. I know. No. For better or for worse. Heather, for better or for worse. I know. Um, I know.
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval terms. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, was booted! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. Um, what are we talking about here? Well, of course you'll beat her son. She's having half her brain removed. Oh yeah, that was funny. So Kelso says that to me when I'm like, oh, I'm trying to be nice to my patient. And I'm like, when I get back here, we're going to play Scrabble. I'm going to beat you. And Kelso goes, well, of course you'll beat her son. She's having half her brain removed. Yeah. A dick. He is a dick. Malik blew up. Malik blew up. Yes, the car blew up. By the way, were you there when they blew the car up? Yes, that was, I remember the heat. That was the one thing I remember from that was, I don't, there wasn't, I don't remember like the sonic boom from the explosion. Yeah, like they added the that. I think they added that. The boom, but I do remember the heat, the, because the car did explode in some, you know what I mean? They must have and, added like a, an, some sort of pyrotechnic explosion, but then they added the, the sound in post. Is that what happened? Yeah, well, no, it was a loud, it, it exploded and I was far away from it, but I just, I don't remember the, I don't remember, I remember feeling like, all right, it's going to blow, don't anticipate it, and when it blows, do the jump, but then the heat that came after it was yeah. really surprised, that was the surprising part. Did you like ask these, anyone before you filmed that scene so close to an exploding car if they had remembered to empty the gas tank? <laughs> I did not. 
I feel like I would have been like, hey guys, just 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 checking in on a little question. Um, that would have been a good question. I remember in the pilot when I was doing the gag. I've I've told you guys this, but when I was doing the gag of the the eighteen wheelers headed right for me. The way we did it was it was it started at my face and then he floored it in reverse. Now, granted, a semi doesn't reverse very fast, but still, it would have killed me. And I remember being like, "Just double checking, you're in reverse, sir." <laughs> he was like, "Yep." I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Double check, you're in reverse. You sing the sad song in this. That is so funny. We acknowledge the sad song finally. Yeah, so this is that moment, if you guys remember, if you haven't watched the episode, where JD talks about the score of the show, which at this point, at season beginning season four, we were already kind of making fun of the fact that there were only like six cues that they ever used. And whenever there was a sad moment, it was ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
And I was like, oh, it's going to happen tonight. <laughs> I knew right then that it's going to happen tonight. So I waited till she packed up everything. She put all of the stuff away. And she was like, I'm about to go to bed. I was like, baby, I burned for you. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. And she said, shut the fuck up. Get upstairs. <laughs> Take your fucking oh pants God. off. Take your pants off and get upstairs. <laughs> that is so funny. I wonder if across the earth, because this Bridgerton show is so popular, if men are getting more laid because their women are getting all riled they up. They gotta be. Anybody it's like 50 who's Shades like, of Grey. They get right. all riled up. Especially if they've got like, I mean, it's a show about, it's about humans, rich and poor. And uh, instead of it being about race, uh, none of that's none of that matters. It's about who's rich and it's the class. They, they just make it about class, and they, make and they it ignore all about they class. ignore what color anyone is, right? Exactly. Right. And so, because of that, you have everybody fucking everybody, dude. And uh, but is the sex sexy, Joelle? You watch it. Well, that's the thing. It's not. It's, it's not basically that... a soft core porn. Like right, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's. Like the nudity is way beyond like what you would see. It's on, like, like more than Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. It's not more than Game of Thrones. Oh. Shonda Rhimes found a way to make it so that you could see the ass you want to see. Well, it's Netflix, so you can have more nudity than right. ABC where her deal is. Is it Shonda Rhimes? Yeah. It's Shonda yeah. Rhimes. It's Shonda's. <laughs> am I correct okay. in it? It's Shonda's first Netflix show. Yes. That's so true. Shonda Shonda moved to Netflix from ABC in like a colossal, gargantuan Oprah-sized wow. deal. And this is her first show, and she put out a, a period piece, but it's like a but it's like a nighttime. Yeah, no, soap. I've seen the ads. I just haven't watched it yet. But now wow. you got you, me. You should excited. watch it, Heather. You can check it out. You know how? <laughs> yeah, I found I found out about it through my wife because she was watching this show, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" Mm-hmm. And I took five minutes, and I realized, okay, this isn't for me. But my wife now has porn. <laughs> I think right. that's important. You know, we need our porn too, you know, because male porn is pretty disturbing sometimes. Yeah. Like, so women don't like, st- stereotypically, women don't like the tr- the porn that men watch. They like something like Fifty Shades of Grey or, or Bridgerton, right? I think as a woman occasionally looking at porn, it's like some of it is really dark. You're like this. I just wanted to watch like some people having sex, you know, maybe some like interesting situations, but I don't want to watch like people getting hurt or it's, they have a lot of weird incest stuff on there. I think that's kind of creepy. Yeah. It is creepy, right? It's like a lot of, there's a lot of that. Why has that become such a trend? Do you think it's because the taboos are all gone and people are like, well, that's the final taboo? I mean, I guess so. It's a lot of my stepmom, my stepdad. Right. And I don't want to see like an under, like, I don't want to see a girl that looks like she's like 14 either. I'm like, this is disturbing. Like if they're like consenting adults, I could be like, okay, you know, but if like some girl like looks like she's like still in high school and she really looks like that, I'm like, this is too disturbing. Yeah. It seems to me that someone should start a porn company that's specifically for women. They have, actually. There are some online. Um, I mean, not like I'm an authority, but I did notice there was one. (laughs) Donald, do you want to start this company with me? I would love to, but that means we got to go and audition hot guys. I'm fine with that. I can weigh in on on, on, the the, right. I I have no problem. I could totally tell when a man is handsome and when a man is not handsome. Right. So we can say, okay, James, I like your abs. Uh, You're hired. But I think there's a lot of like not cute guys in porn. Like the women are always yeah, pretty hot. Right, but I feel like right. that the You're guys right are not as because like, the, porn standards. Is made, the porn is made for men, and yeah, they that don't is even, interesting. And they don't even show the man, right? They usually show just the woman. 
My wife but they and show I were, enough of my them wife to and go, I yuck. were watching porn together, and she was like, well, when are they going to show the guy? <laughs> I said, oh, baby, that's not how porn works. Oh, but I bet you can find, I mean, I, I'm not an expert on, on this, but I'm sure you can find porn that's, that's probably more geared towards, if you want to watch something with your, with your woman that's going to turn you both on, something that's not sort of that aggressive male point of view. But if not, Donald and I are going to start a company. Awesome. Right? This is our press release. <laughs> I laughed really hard at Akbar saying, run away with me. That was so funny. When Heather, Heather, when you hold the guy's head and you go, Akbar, 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 and he goes, run away with me. That was so cute. That guy I know, did the, he best, was funny. the best delivery. By the way, it's, it's funny that you have the, the character Molly has this uh, technique of holding people's faces because I've told everyone on the podcast before, and I'll remind you guys this technique I have for remembering people's names. You just picture someone from your life in that position. Like, huh? all right, I'll explain it better. Did I tell the guard gate story? One, one before? Uh-uh. There was this guy at the guard gate on one of the back lots, and, and I mm -hmm. always had to say hi to him, and I could never remember his name. So, and his name was Mark. So I pick, and, and my, in, in my school, there was like a, a, a kid named Mark, and he was um, a jock, and he was a drinker, and he was kind of nuts, and he was a character, and he had, red hair and I pictured it was like the first mark that came to my mind and so I just pictured that character from my life in the guard booth huh and but what if you don't know someone with the same name you will you, I mean unless it's a really rare name yeah okay. like what if the name is Adeo Chun yeah I would hmm. picture you my point is is that your brain my brain and people's brains have a, mm -hmm. a way of storing it better so next time you pull up to that guard mm -hmm. gate you picture the the person that you remembered in that mm -hmm. guard booth and, you, and i just went oh mark hey mark and he looked at me like wow you remember my name that technique by the way is called the memory palace okay it's when you hmm. place things in a space and give them a very specific pointed memory that allows you to remember them it's called the memory palace okay well guys if you i'm telling you try hmm. the memory palace it it you you don't forget if you lock I'm gonna it try in, it you don't forget, and I'm horrible with names, and it just made me think of this again, Heather, when, when Molly, the character, is doing this thing mm -hmm. where she's holding everyone's faces and saying their name mm -hmm. three times. Because mm -hmm. how many times do you meet someone and shake their hand and you walk away and go, wait, fuck, what was his name? Because, you know, you're nervous to meet someone or whatever, and you, you're not yeah, focusing yeah. On, 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 on digesting Well, it's name. funny how people have different reactions to Molly trying to remember their names. Like, the, you know, Akbar is sort of like, oh, and then the other guy, you know, uh, one guy's like, let go of my face. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Kelso. Kelso's that's like, it's great. Kelso's I'll like, just get off, off me. Yeah, I mean, even as beautiful as you are, I don't know that I'd want a stranger coming up to me and grabbing my face. Well, not during COVID times either. Well, not during COVID times especially. Dude, we could totally see our old cars in the parking lot. Are you checking this at all? Have you been no. looking at this? Is my Which car is it? You have the Z at this point. Yeah, my 350Z that you made fun the of. The silver one. You have the silver one. Right before the Porsche. Listen, the 350Z came out. I told you this, and I thought it was the sexiest car in the world. And I was so happy to get a fancy car. And Donald made fun of me. He's like, that's the car you got. I was like, dude, you got a freaking sitcom check now. Yeah. I think maybe now's the time. Did I tell you that? I'm, now it's season four. I'm all in my head if I've told all these stories already. But did I tell you the story about what, that one of the guys who, who I beat out for the part? I ran into him, and it was like awkward. And he kind of looked at me. He was like, oh, congrats, man. What card you get? <laughs> Did you say I got the Z? Yeah, I, I didn't know that it was uncool to say I bought a 350Z. And when you said that, was he like, oh, 
Well, congrats, dude. I don't think I get. <laughs> I, I don't think I had bought a cool car yet. It had like just happened, and I was like, my brain, his brain was like, if I get this part, I'm getting a car. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I, everybody. That's everybody, right? When you audition for a role, the, that's the thing. It's the hardest thing to be in a moment for these auditions. Like you, you get the audition, and you're like, I'm so excited to audition for this. You look at the sides, and then all of a sudden, your head, your mind wanders off into all the things that you're gonna do. After you get the part, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. After I get this part, I'm gonna go on vacation. I'm gonna, mm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm. A, what I'm gonna do with this money? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna get shit. My girl gonna get a. I'm gonna get her a Rolex. You think about all of the things you're gonna do with this money and all of the fame that's gonna come with this part before you even get it. And Maybe then you go on you the audition. It. Maybe it helps you get it. It never helps because you go on the audition and when you walk out, you're like, well. I guess I got to wait for the next audition to get that oh, role. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's the worst, man. I, like, I always do that. The one, the auditions that I do great on are the ones where I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to do whatever the fuck it is I do, and I'm going to leave. And I'm not yeah. going to talk. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try and wow anybody with the freaking what I've been doing in my off time. Fuck that shit. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to fucking do the audition, and I'm going to leave. Yeah, and those are the ones where I usually get. Heather, do you still audition for things occasionally? Well, that's what I was. You know, I feel like you know when we were auditioning for things, like I just feel like people don't audition in person anymore. Now I feel like everyone has to send a tape if you ever do. Like, do do you guys ever audition in person anymore? Um, Well, no, well, not during COVID, but but before COVID, occasionally, Heather, when it was like when it was like a super fancy director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, by the way, the director wouldn't necessarily be there. It was like some mega A list director, but they're interested. They want you to go in. And if it was someone yeah. I'm dying to work with, I, I would do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, same. I, I, actually th- same. I actually think it's better, though, Heather, because you have more. Really? It's a self-tape. Well, don't get me wrong. It's great to go in the room and, and meet the director and shoot the shit and, and see if you have a connection. Um, yeah. But I do think a self-tape, you can at least shape and, and practice and, yeah, and only true. send the best one. Right. But I think some people might be surprised that, you know, no matter even when you've had success in this business – you still have to go out and campaign to get parts. Auditioning um, is terrifying. It really is. It's the hardest thing on the planet when it, it comes is. to yeah. That's the hardest thing in acting. Forget yeah, the part. Is. Forget doing the role. Forget all of the other stuff. Forget everything that comes after you get the part or before you get the part. The audition is – that's the toughest thing to do. You only It's get harder one than doing the role for than sure. Than doing the yeah. actual role. Yeah, you only get one shot to nail it. Yeah. You get one shot. And if you're lucky, the director says, I like that. Let's try it again this way. And usually when that happens, that doesn't necessarily mean you got the role. That just means your uh, preparation wasn't what the director saw. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's the, it's the hardest thing ever. And so to get roles and I, I'm always, I'm always so appreciative that an audition was all it t- was what it took for me to you know you liked what I did in the room you're gonna love what I do when I when when the camera's rolling and if right. that's the case it does feel I'm like a, so there's no other way to really yeah. do it but 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 it does feel like a, not a great test for how well you're gonna be on set because you're coming in with all this adrenaline you're coming in with nerves you're doing it in front of however many random people and so it's not it's 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 a bit like an obstacle course you know what I mean like you have to like yeah. do it now under pressure go. But yeah. God, there, God, there's such a high though when when you know you killed it and they know you killed it and there's like yeah, there's... it is amazing. It's crazy in the waiting room too though when you see other the other people that are, are auditioning. You know, and if, if you that. know them or yeah, it's and very people weird. play mind games too. I remember back in the day, 
like all these people would be like, I, I really was aware of the psychology of the waiting room, how people would try and distract you, how people would, you know, start conversation with you. Like they knew you were going next. So they would like try and keep, take your mind off of learning the, or, you know, working on the lines. And no, I just remember this one kid uh, we were, we were, I was up for this part and he came out of the, the room and he was swiping away his tears and he's like, break a leg guys. And, um, we all looked at each other, like flipping through the sides, like, "Where's the fucking crying scene?" <laughs> <laughs> and this dude, I, I I got to know him, and he could just cry on cue, and so he would just put it into any audition to show off that he could like cry, even if the scene didn't call for it, because he thought it was like going to blow their minds. Yeah, and, uh, you know. and I remember I asked him once, I go, "So you're just crying in like every audition?" He's like, "Yeah, I tried to just to like show him what I can do." And and I was like, wow, um, okay, well, what do you, how do you do that? He goes, I just think of anyone doing anything bad to animals. Aww. And I was like, okay. You know what? Okay, <laughs> waiting in the waiting room when you hear someone else killing is also sucks, right? When you're waiting and you can hear that person who's in there is like just killing and everyone loves them, that's also horrible. But don't you also remember those times when you're in there and you hear someone go and they're like, and they suck and you're like, yeah, so better than that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Right, we should go to break. We got to go to break. Yeah. And I got to pee. And then we're going to come back with a caller. And it's going to be so exciting. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jean, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now, it's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. And we're back with the, 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 the Heather Graham. She gets three Vs. <laughs> um, Heather, we take a, a caller on the show because the fans seem to think it's super fun. We invite someone that Joelle has pre-screened to make sure they're not a psycho crazy person. And um, and then we they we they ask one or two questions, and then they ask us to fix their life in some way. So we 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 and you're very good at this because you're spiritual and you know a lot about psychology. So you're probably going to be very helpful in fixing their life. Oh. So let's invite them in, Daniel. No problem. Here they come, Brittany Rogers. Brittany Rogers. Today's guest is going to need some. <gasps> oh my Hello, God, Brittany! Gentlemen, give it up for Brittany Rogers and Fine. Brian. Oh my God. Hi, Brittany. <laughs> Hi, guys. Brittany oh Rogers. Nice to meet you. Can you fix your camera so we can see your beautiful faces? Oh, oh. There you go. Hi. Who is your friend with you, Brittany Rogers? Okay, well, technically, I'm the guest. My name is Alex, and this is Brittany. Hi, Alex Brittany and Brittany. Rogers and Alex. There you go. You got your Oprah voice introduction. That's the Heather Graham. You got Daniel and Joelle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh my I know. I'm excited too. I get it. I, that's how I feel whenever I see Heather. Um, so, guys, where are you calling from? Georgia. Uh, yeah, outside of Atlanta. Oh, ATL in the house. I think ATL is where the little Bow Wow concert was. Were you guys at the little Bow Wow concert? Ew. I didn't even know he still did shows. Okay. <laughs> can I say that on here? Yeah, yeah you, you can. can talk you can about whatever you want. So you we want. want you to be. We want you to be speak freely. Oh my God, this is crazy. Okay, Zach, I have to tell you, I had the hugest crush on you. Why does it have to be past tense? I don't because you are ugly now. Because you're ugly now. Why the fuck does it have to be past I mean, I know I'm old as fuck, but it doesn't have to go away. Can't you have an it's old crush? It's not past tense. It's right, 100% present tense. Thank you, darling. Thank you very much. But I can't yeah. say that because I have an even bigger crush on your girlfriend. Yes, me too. I get God, it. God, Flo is so beautiful. Yes, she is. I'm very lucky. I'm very yeah, lucky. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm super jealous. I get it. I get it, girl. Um, listen, do you guys have a question? You can ask anything you want for any of us. It could be just anything that comes to your mind, preferably a little bit about scrubs, but it doesn't have to be. Okay. Um, well, I do want to do a shout out for okay. all the uh, pharmacy techs because we don't get shout outs very often. Shout out to yes. all the pharmacy techs. Did you get your vaccine? Yes, I did, actually. Um, Pfizer or Moderna? I got the Pfizer one, which covers the other two strains, so I'm good. Right. So Moderna doesn't Moderna doesn't cover the other two strains. Is that what is this what we're learning? So far, that's what is there. There isn't research yet saying that it has, but Pfizer does. They have okay. done the research. Okay, so. I have a question. What can a um, pharmacy tech do 
and not do? You know, what, what, where, what are they allowed to do and what does the pharmacist have to do? Okay, well, um, so I do, I work in the ER, I do patient interviews and like I ask them what medications they're taking so that like they don't take something that counteracts with something that we give them. And then the pharmacist reviews those. I see. We do a lot of like hands-on and then all of our work is checked by the pharmacist. Got it. But are you allowed to pour out the pills and make sure the right amounts in or is that? Yeah. Yeah. So I work in a hospital, like I said. So a lot of the stuff I do are like IV bags and which is my favorite thing to do. Got it. I make like Epi bags and Keppra, stuff like that. That's, that's great. I have another question. Can I ask you another question about the, the, uh, it's not the side effects I'm worried about when it comes to the Pfizer vaccine. What are the allergic reactions when it, like they say, if you're allergic to certain things in medicine, you shouldn't take the Pfizer. Is this correct? Like if you're Well, allergic- I can tell you with all vaccines, um, I did, I studied vaccines in school. It's part of, you know, the pharmacy program um, and all vaccines. The main component is eggs. Um, so if you're allergic to eggs, you can't get any vaccine. Okay. Um, but as far as the Pfizer one, the allergic reactions are usually like not as well known because it's so new. Mm-hmm. Um, they tested it on people with different allergies. And, um, you know, I was told from the research that we've done as a hospital that the reactions are minimal as far as allergic reactions. Did like you get every, did you get a reaction to it? No. Um, so I don't like getting the flu vaccine, but I do it because it's part of my job and it hurts going in. But the Pfizer vaccine, I barely felt it at all. Oh, that's I good. got, I got some really major like fatigue in my arm though. Like, oh, okay. It, and it lasted like five or six hours. I like, lit- I was like, uh, my arm, I can barely lift it. But other yeah. than that to not no. get COVID though, that's a pretty good price to pay. Yeah. 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 And mean, it only I- lasted a couple hours and that was it. I played golf recently with uh, some seniors, some retired seniors, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and they were talking about, you know, how they were trying to set up their appointments to go get it. And I was, and uh, I was like, "Are you guys uh, worried about any type of side effects?" And one dude straight up said to me, "I'm more worried about COVID than I am these damn side effects, man. Let's be honest, like, you know." And when he said that, it was really clear for me. Yeah, absolutely. The last thing I want to get right now is COVID-19. Amen. All right, guys, in the interest of time, let's segue okay. to your question. Go ahead. It could be about anything. Okay. Um, so the question that I had was um, there's a moment in season five where JD like has this realization that he's turning 30 and he's like living on that piece of land that he bought. <laughs> the half acre. Yeah. It. Um, and he feels like he has like nothing to show for all these years of, um, you know, no house, no girlfriend. And, um, every people, I feel like when I watch the show, I was like, you're a doctor, like what, what an accomplishment, but that's not said in the show. So I guess my question is like, have you ever felt like this? And like, how does it compare to now that you're older and past the age of 30? That's a great question. That's a great question. In fact, just the other day, I was thinking about something like this and thinking when I got to be 45, I thought to myself, wow, I really have accomplished a lot of my goals, but am I sort of sitting back now and not being as hungry and and proactive at at, at trying to experience new things um, 
for no reason. I think I got to be 45 and was like, okay, I accomplished a lot. There's still a lot I want to do, but I'm going to lean back in my chair a, a little bit. And then I called myself out on that. Like, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I want to be someone who's, who's, you know, I, I don't really believe in an afterlife personally. So it's, for me, it's like, this is it. What else, what else, what else are you going to try? <laughs> what else are you going to do? You know, I was telling, telling my girlfriend, the other, we were watching Top Chef obsessively, and I was thinking, God, you know, I've, I've participated, this is just an example, I participated in, in financing restaurants, and, and, and that's been fun. I think one life goal would be, like, really be involved in, in creating a restaurant, and, and, like, with the decor and the menu, and really, uh, really, really being in, involved, not just an investor. This is just a random example that came to my mind, but... But things that I that I really want to accomplish because I feel like this is this is it. You have to seize the day and and make shit happen. Don? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel I you know I feel like that. Of course, I I think I think we'd all be crazy to not feel like that. I think it's only natural. Um, and I've accomplished a lot of my goals already, but I can micro manage that and turn that and turn those accomplishments into. But I didn't accomplish this. I can get even more. I shouldn't say micromanage that. I could get more specific mm-hmm. about my goals and say I didn't con- I didn't accomplish this, and that's what I find myself doing a lot. I don't dwell on. Nobody dwells on their success. Nobody thinks about how successful they are, especially if you want to become more successful. You know, there are some people that are like, you know what? I did what I said I was going to do. I'm good. That's not me. I don't think that's anybody on this call right now. You know, and so I've accomplished a lot, but there's so much more that I want to do, especially when I get specific about it. Yeah. What about you, Heather? Um, yeah, I feel like I still have a lot I want to do. I mean, I think it's really exciting now that people care more about women's stories. Like I do feel like I kind of came up in a time where it was pretty male dominated. So it's exciting now that people are like, oh, what are, what are the voices of women and what do women think? And me too. And that extending into like female writers and directors and stories with female protagonists. Like, I think that's really exciting. Heather, are you going to direct? Yeah, I think I'm working on this You should, because I remember you directed a short, right? Yeah, no, I actually did direct a movie. It's called Half Magic. And I have a second movie that I now have a financier for. And oh my God, Donald, what are you doing? Oh, that's your wife. Um, anyway, yes, I'm going to direct another movie called Chosen Family that my friend Andre Relis is going to produce. And we're just actually casting it right now. I think we're going right. to shoot it in Montana. That's great. Nice. That's beautiful. I remember you directing a short. and um, Yeah, I did a short too. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's so fun. Like what, you know, look what you did as well. Like just directing stuff. It's so fun to feel like you want to tell a story. For me, I feel like there should be more empowering stories for women out there and um, stories from our point of view. Of course. And there's such a demand now. Um, and and, and I, I notice a real movement in the, in the business to, to yeah. hire more women and to tell more female driven stories. Um, all right, gals, that's answer to question one. What about question two? Okay, so my second question is... Um, Why doesn't Brittany Rogers ever talk? Is she shy? <laughs> no, I just sound too Southern. <laughs> so, that's cute, though. Southern accents are cute. Yeah, we you got to hear his wife talk. She my says, wife talk like, hey, y'all. Y'all, I'm from Waco. <laughs> I'm from Texas, yeah, where we I'm talk slow. A suburb of Waco. <laughs> We went we on a class a... trip to Waco. <laughs> Actually, it's so southern down here that I have a friend that told me she's from Alabama. She said, "Yeah, one time in school, they took us to Dega for a field trip, and they took the school bus on the track." 
Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they put the school bus on the track? Yeah. And where did where they take the school bus the trip to? Talladega. 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 <laughs> Talladega. <laughs> they went to Dagon, they went on the track. <laughs> I remember Casey was once talking about one of her relatives' house and, and how inexpensive it was. And she was like, y'all, and it was a nice house. It had a swing set in the cement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know they Southern when, like I say July, you know it's a Southern person when they say July. <laughs> but I just love that one of, the, one of the selling points for Casey about the house being nice was that the swing set was in the cement. Right. It wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those bullshit, not attached ones. It wasn't dirt all over. Yeah. I think Southern accents are super cute, right? So cute. Yeah. There you go, girls. That's from Heather Graham. We sound dumb as shit. No. 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 It's cute. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead with your question. Okay. So my next question is: What moments in television or theater or movies, uh, where you felt like you could relate to those moments? And where you said, yes, that's exactly how that feels. What were those moments for you? Well, at the it, end of it, La La Land, obviously. In our show, or you just mean in like in, in film and TV? Well, in general, I asked that question because, I mean, it's not just the finale. It's, you know, that um, episode where you guys lose three patients. It just expresses the the real version of death. It doesn't sugarcoat it. And that was a moment for me. So I was just curious if you guys had moments like that that you were a part of or that you just witnessed as a regular movie viewer. You know, I know I know we have Heather Graham on the show, but my first time seeing Swingers, I had just moved out to Los Angeles <laughs> and I really felt like that was how it felt to be in Los Angeles in the industry and struggling as an actor. Uh and so when I saw that movie, I and and the ending after he gets the number, after he gets Heather's number and they're, you know, talking at the car and they get to the, he gets to the house and she's already called him and everything like that. I just thought this is, I mean, the next day she's called him. I just thought, I, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what it feels like to be in this moment right now. Like oh, it felt good. like when, uh, when, uh, when, when Favreau's buddy uh, says to him, we made it, we're here. You know what I mean? We're not in New York anymore. That's the success story right there. That felt real to me. You know, it's funny. I totally forgot um, that Heather is the dreamy girl at the end of Swingers. Heather, we love that movie. We talk about that movie all the time. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, they made that movie for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that we shot on a lot of locations. They didn't like they didn't have them shut for the the shoot because we didn't have enough money, so it was open, and there were all these people in the bar, just regular people, and we just. They had a camera. It was very um, gorilla. Yeah, it was so great. What a, what a yeah. amazing. Yeah, and, and Donald's right. If you want to, if you're curious to know at least a certain time, I mean, what it was like to come out and be a struggling actor in L.A. I think it's probably it's probably all it probably all still holds up. It's just that it was '90s, right? Like nobody has the that what was the shit that we used to put on our cars to stop people from stealing it. The, oh, the club. The, the club. club. <laughs> <laughs> we all got low jack now. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to Fix Your Life. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's time to fix your life. Now, listen, not only do we have Heather Graham here because she's a great actress, but she's also very smart and very into therapy and new age stuff. 
she's going to really lead the charge here with with your question. So you're getting a real pro. Go okay. ahead. Um, I guess my fix my life would be, I was supposed to come on the podcast originally for the Turk and Carla wedding episode. What happened? Um, well, my fiance of five years, uh, messed up. There was, <laughs> there, was there was a little bit of, uh, you know, double dipping. Tia <laughs> oh my god you found out that he was unfaithful to you yes the day before christmas eve oh Ooh. oh that sucks so uh, after you killed him early. you need us to we need you need us to help you bury the body is that what's up no no wait wait finish what happened what happened you were going to come on the show and you had to cancel because this is some serious drama so yeah so i had to you know go through all of that of canceling the wedding and i'm in the process of still moving out and yeah so it's is he frozen like that? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, we're trying to be funny, but I'm so sorry for you. That's fucking horrible. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. It sucks. I guess that's where my, my first question came from is just like, you know, where do I go from here? Like Bigger, five better. years of my life. Go. Well, listen. Okay, wait, I have gonna... a good one. Go, Heather, go. Heather Graham. Rejection is God's protection. Mm. Maybe you dodged a bullet. I mean, you could have married him. Heather. And... Let me tell no, you something. If I'm he's going saying... to cheat, cheat on you while you're fucking engaged <laughs> before the wedding, you think that's yeah. not going to happen over and over and over again? Fuck that guy. No, better to find out now before you've married him, you know? They're great. Whatever. She said, that's what she said. I said, you're not Heather Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm... it's funny because in the episode, actually, it's the second episode of season four. Um, you know, everyone's giving Sarah's character advice, but she won't listen to anyone, but she listens to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's and then Carla of... gets mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, no I, you deserve I... to be happy. Listen, Sorry, go to Listen, when, sh- when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And if you think that guy was not going to do that over and over again, if he's doing that before the wedding, like leading up to the wedding. Yeah. I mean, that is the ultimate example of bullet dodged. Joelle, come on. You're another strong female voice. Yeah. No. Get, get First of all, screw that guy for life. Like, what is wrong with you? So yeah. I don't ever understand, like, if you don't want to do this, like, you could just be honest about it. And we can, I don't like people wasting my time. Um as I'm sure you feel. So I'm glad you're like out of that space. I'm glad you have such a good friend as Brittany. Brittany, we were, cause we were going to try to coordinate, you know, Alex, like getting married, like on the same day, we talked about having like Randall coming and officiating. And so like, and she planned a lot of this for her fiance. And so it's like, it's clear to me, Alex, that you have like so much love to give and that you like truly care. So I would say like, take the time to heal from this. Cause you've got to mourn the relationship. Like that's, it's a big loss. But once you're over that, once you've you've put that in its place and gotten on with it, I like you have like it's almost a gift. You've been given like a whole new opportunity to evaluate like what's really important to you so that the next time you're ready to like give your heart to someone, you're going to be like, I know exactly what I'm looking for and what I'm not. And you're going to be just so ready for that experience. Five years is a really, really long time to be with somebody. How did you find out, by the way? Um... I found him at her apartment. You walked in on them. Did you know um, this already? I pulled up on them. I, I saw him walking out of her apartment. It was kind of wow. like a movie. Did you already know? Did you already have a clue that this was going on? Or was this something that caught you totally off guard? Um, There were signs. I just didn't want to see them. Like, I found her. 
it was the Snapchat and I know how Donald feels about Snapchat. It was the Snapchat that I, he was on her Snapchat, but there was no conversation that I could read. And oh, so, so it was all hidden. yeah, it was deleted. So when I pulled, I pulled, I went, left work early, came home. His car wasn't there. It was actually my car. My car oh. wasn't there Ugh. at three o'clock in the morning. Cause I work night shift. So I just kind of drove to the last place that he had pinged on his phone and my car was out there and I saw him walking out of her apartment. Did you confront him right there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Did he deny it or did he admit it? Um, I mean, he didn't deny it. I was helping her with the laundry. (laughs) At three o'clock in the the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he was doing, he was doing what Donald loves, which is uh, God's lettuce. Yeah. So that's what he originally told me that that was the intention. But yeah, no, he had her hair on his shoulder. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to hear this. You it's deserve horrible. you deserve much better. Well, thank you. That means so much. How old are you? <laughs> um, I'm 26. Oh, yeah, no, you're so young. Oh, you have a lot of time. Yeah. What was you doing getting married anyway? I dude, know. For Come five on, years? 26. Were you were 21 <laughs> when you got engaged. <laughs> what life, are you bro? doing? You need to get out there. No, right? I wasn't 21 when we got engaged. I was 21 when we started dating. I know, yeah. but you've been with that guy and faithful and committed for five years. Yep. And he went and did you dirty. So now you're going to go live your best life. I'm going to tell you how you do it. Okay. Only fans. No, Donald. The only way to do it. <laughs> I'm too lucky what does that for that. Mean? It's the only way to do it. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a site, uh, Heather, where women go and um, shake their booties. Where oh they do the Buster Challenge a lot. Yeah, you know what? You should get clear. Challenge. Get clear. Get clear on what you want and go after what you want. And who cares about someone? Who's, he's not what you want, right? So go yeah. after what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with Heather. I mean, I, I think that you're going to find someone who's going to love you and be faithful to you and uh, and not fucking cheat on you. That's horrible. Plus, I think but it changed all... a lot. In the late 20s, you, you you go through a lot. And by the time you're in your, like, 28, 29, you may be attracted to a totally different guy than you liked when you were 20, you know? Um, I don't think I'll be attracted to cheaters. No. <laughs> yeah. No. You want someone mm-hmm. – listen, and I got to tell you, you know, that you, – you, I'm so upset. You seem like such a nice person, and <laughs> and you deserve so much better. And you're going to have so much fun. Once this fucking pandemic is over, you're going to – think about all the fun you're going to have dating. In the meantime. There's people dating now. I want you to know. I mean Really? Have you been yeah. on dates, Heather? No, but I have I have I have some friends that have gone on some well, I, I'm in, you know, a walking coffee date. You know, I know people that are dating. I dipped my toe in the dating pool and I'm already exhausted. Oh really? <laughs> Just from dipping your toe? Just from dipping? I've never had a toe dipped in me, but I'd like to try it. <laughs> oh um, inappropriately, I would let Flo dip a toe in me. Okay, on that oh note. Oh, my God. Uh, Look, maybe. Okay, wait. Let's back up. Maybe you're going after the wrong gender because it sounds like you're pretty excited yes, about the maybe, ladies. Yeah, maybe you want to try to dabble with the ladies. Um, yeah, I I have dabbled before. Okay. Well, it might be time to re-dabble. We lost Joelle. She'd be weighing in on this conversation heavily. I no, I think women are better. Women are better. You, you just realize, like, maybe you need to go for the ladies instead, right? Yeah. 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 I'm definitely going to have to read. Maybe the universe back. gave you this opportunity because you didn't realize that you weren't done having fun with gals, and now you can go gal crazy for a while. 
Wait, wait, I have something great to say. Okay, have you read this book? It's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. This book is amazing. It's about this woman. She was married and she's an inspirational writer. And then she realized she was in love with a woman and she left her husband and like she fell in love with this woman and she was so happy. And it's all about her like leaving her marriage and going through all this. You might find it inspiring. Yeah. Read Untamed. Yeah. By Heather Graham. No. no, no it was a, it's like a bestseller. It's like yeah. a New York Times bestseller. It's All right, really listen, um, Heather has to get out of here and we have to get out of here. And But the good news is, ladies, because you're so charming and because you're so cool and because you had a shitty thing happen to you, we're going to do only we can do it, fake doctors, real friends, and that is to gift you a giant pallet of GT's kombucha. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes. Okay, you're going to hear it. Wait, I want one. I love GT's kombucha. We'll get you one too, Heather. We'll get you one too, Heather. Um, There you go. um, Yeah, GT's kombucha is sending you a giant pallet of kombucha that you will love. Joelle's going to drop it off herself. Can Brittany request what flavor she wants? Because there's a lot of flavors. Yeah, well, why don't you put out – ginger is my favorite. I don't know what you like, Heather, but I like ginger. Ginger Oh, ginger. Ginger Aid What's your favorite, uh, Heather? Ginger Aid. Yeah, and trilogy, ginger ale, ginger trilogy too, and trilogy, trilogy is good also. There you go. We'll make sure you get all these flavors. And um, Brittany and Alex, thank you so much. And we're so sorry that happened to you. We'll hope you'll check in with us. Will you email Joelle when you finally are are seeing someone you like? We'll have you back on, and you can we can talk (laughs) with that with with you and your new love. Okay. We're gonna rub it in your ex's face because we're gonna have you on with your new partner. (laughs) Good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Bye, guys. Later. All right. <laughs> well, Heather, cute. thank you so much for coming that on. That was I hope so you had fun, a fun time. you guys. It was so fun hanging out with you virtually. It's so nice. Thanks. Well, I hope you'll come back because you've done a bunch of these, and I know people okay. are going to want. They're going to. I know what's going to happen. They're, this is going to air, and they're going to flood yeah, our back. more Heather Graham. They're going to flood <laughs> our uh, our social media with more Heather. So please we come okay, on. Good. more HG, more HG. And, it was uh, so fun. And thank you. And thank you, all you listeners, for tuning in. And Donald, I'm glad we're friends again. You know, I never <laughs> doubted. I never doubted us being friends. I knew that right after you hung up, I was like, he's gonna need to, he's gonna need a minute. By the way, I, I gotta thank you because I, I put all that time and adrenaline into cleaning my office. Um so it's I have beautiful. A, I have a great. spotless clean office. Wait, Donald, of- your closet looks really good too. Like you've got a very organized closet. I'm impressed. This is my wife's side. Oh. <laughs> By the way, we should send I mean, Heather a onesie. Is... Heather, would you wear a, a onesie? Uh, show her the onesie, Donald. Would you wear this? I want I the feel... kombucha, man. I no, mean, we'll, ooh, we'll that's get you kombucha, cute. But also, would you okay, like Okay, a... sure. Why not? Yeah, I'll wear I it. I feel like if Do you, you see could... who's on the onesie, look at look real close. No, I can't I don't see it. I take it down. Who? <gasps> is it Scrubs? Yeah. No, it's me. Oh no, it's just me. It's just us two. Heather, I feel like if you took an Instagram picture okay. in our onesie, we'd sell a bunch if you don't mind. Okay, send me a onesie. Sure. I will. Um, we have some. Um, oh, you know what's going to be? In, you know what's in the store? It should be up as we speak. Um, so many people in hospitals told us that we should make fake doctors, real friends, badge pulls, um, which I didn't even know was a thing. But it's the thing. If you work in a hospital, you constantly are having to swipe your your ID, and so it has a retractable thing for your badge. So for all of those people, you glorious people who asked for it, they are officially up in the store. Fake doctors, real friends, badge pulls. If you work in a hospital, represent the show, represent uh, the, the posse, the community, and uh, they're up there on the, on the merch site. 
Joel, uh, what do we tell them? How do we get to the merch site? We'll put the link up in the in the notes. Yeah, it's Cotton Bureau, but I will also put a link. You can in also the just notes. go to cottonbureau.com and search for fake doctors, real friends. Donald, go anything you want to say to the people? Go get you one. Um, yeah, we love y'all, and we we're really happy that we we're, we're beginning season four. Um, we've come a long way, but we still got a long way to go. See you next time. We love you all. Here we go. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts